0: This is Thomas Pound, financial advisor with Vantex Advisory Services, and I do business at Cedar Green Financial. I am licensed in Florida, Vermont, the District of Columbia, and Rhode Island. I am a certified financial literacy teacher in the great state of Florida. If you like my podcast and want to hear more ideas, you can always call me at 802-779-5509, and I am always glad to share my ideas with you. In this podcast, I want to discuss a book everyone should read and why. Have you ever wondered how some stock gurus can, can, can consistently beat the stock market? Well, there is a book that I would like to recommend. It's a book that from John Reese and Todd Glassman called The Market Gurus, written in 2001. In it, they analyze the stock picking techniques from investment masters such as Peter Lynch, Benjamin Graham, William O'Neill, Warren Buffett, David Draymond, Martin Swag, Kenneth Fisher, and James O'Shaughnessy. When I was first learning about the stock market, it was one of the first books I ever read, and to this day, I use the lessons I learned from it and Reese's follow-up book, The Guru Investor, written in 2009. By reading these books, the main thing I learned is that fundamentals matter. The first thing I want all investors to understand is that profits matter. I once heard Susie Orman ask, if a company cannot earn money for itself, how can it earn money for you? And she's right. I don't think investors fully understand that when they buy stock in a company, they are part owner in the company. If as an owner of the company you, you expect to, the company to go up in value, the company needs to generate profits consistently. Now I'm a big believer in data and I usually don't argue with it, so here's some data for you. We have some data from Dartmouth Tuck School of Business where they studied the largest companies from 1964 to 2019. In their data they show that the companies with the highest operating profits outperform the companies with the lowest operating profits by 4 percentage points. That is a huge difference over time and can make the difference between being excellent or merely being average. Profits do actually matter and they do affect a stock's performance. So when you are looking for an opportunity try to find out about the company's profit margins. The second important thing you need to remember is to buy the cheaper companies. This is essential for value investing and it is a key component for growth at a reasonable price. How do we do that? Well, many of us have heard about the P-E ratio or the price-earnings ratio, but if you haven't, it simply divides the company's market value by the company's earnings. The lower the P-E ratio, the cheaper the company is. If a company has a PE ratio of 15, it is far cheaper than a company that has a PE ratio of 45, especially when they are in the same industry. I took a deep dive into Dartmouth's data where they studied the effect of the P.E. ratio on stock performance. Guess what? Starting in 1952, the companies with the lowest P.E. ratios were the best performers at 15.6% per year, and the companies with the highest P.E. ratios, or none at all because they didn't have earnings, averaged an annual return of 9.7%. My suggestion to you is when you study a company's stock for a potential investment, skip right past it price per share and go find the P.E. ratio first, so you can have a rough idea of its relative value. If it has a low P.E. ratio, it could have some promise for the value investor. If you've ever been in a situation where you had a lot of personal debt, you know how much that debt can prevent you from thriving over time. The same is true for companies and firms. We have data from 1995 through 2017 where it shows the difference between high-debt growth companies and low-debt growth companies. The data says low-debt growth companies have annualized 17.1% returns over the past 23 years, compared with only 7.5% for their high-debt peers. In fact, low-debt stocks have outperformed high-debt stocks in 19 of the last 23 years. So how do we find companies that are not overly burdened with debt? Well, some use a ratio called debt-to-equity, and it's good, but I prefer to use the Altman Z-score. Always look for companies with a score over 3. It kind of works like a credit score for companies. Professor Altman's research showed that the companies with Z-scores over 3 were less likely to face financial distress. Now, I'm not saying that one can automatically beat the market using certain metrics, but the data is pretty clear. When one can find quality companies over time using well-researched data, they do increase their chances of finding good solid investments that should yield a generous profit. Why shouldn't you be part of that generosity? Whether you read John Reese's book or not, you can call me, Thomas Pound, at 802-779-5509 and I can tell you what my research is generating. I always insist on financially sound companies with a history of profits and positive free cash flow. I would love the opportunity to show you what I can do for you. Give me a call. This is Thomas Pound. Flourish and grow. Securities are offered through Vantax Investment Service, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Advantex Advisory Services. These opinions are based on observations and research and are not intended to predict or depict performance of any investment. This information is intended to be for illustrative purposes only and does not reflect any particular investment or investment needs of any specific investor. The information is based on sources believed to be reliable. However, their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed. These views should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any securities. Investment decisions should be based on an individual's own goals, time horizon, and tolerance for risk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss of principle. All indexes are unmanaged. You cannot invest directly in an index. Past performance is no guaranteed of future results.